0: Hello friends, welcome back to Messy Life Stuff. I'm Chandler and this is my podcast, the place where I share my life with you and remind you on a weekly basis that no matter how ridiculously messy or crazy life can be, you are never alone. We're all on this amazing journey of life together, connected through our experiences and just being human. So welcome back to my show. Thanks again for taking the time out of your day to include me. I appreciate you so much and I'm so glad you're here. So let's do this. Hey everybody, welcome back to Messy Life Stuff. My name is Chandler and I am here on a weekly basis to remind you that no matter how crazy life gets, we are here doing this together living this crazy life so first off I want to say I hope everyone's having a wonderful holiday season Christmas is closing in on us it is creeping up on us and if you're like me you still have a lot to do I really hope that you're doing better than me because I have purchased one gift off of my list of ten Oh God, I hope that you're less behind on your Christmas shopping than me because I am pushing it to the last minute and probably will end up using Amazon Prime, which I mean, that's no problem because Amazon Prime is awesome. So today's episode is going to center around the idea that we are 150% distracting ourselves from daily life and forgetting to be grateful. Sometimes We don't even do it on purpose, and I feel like there are so many times in a day that we stare at our phones and just do that thumb pull-down thing, just refreshing our Facebook or Twitter feeds, just waiting for something interesting or new to pop up, and how many times do we do that in a day? How many times do we close ourselves off from absolutely everything or everyone around us And the more I think about it, I do it all the time, all the time. I use my phone when I don't want to be in a social situation. I use my phone when I want to avoid social situations. And I think when I reflect on the times that I've done that in like family gatherings, it's way more than I should. And so my goal for this Christmas is to be present. I've only started noticing how bad social media really is Um, within the last couple years. I have a 16-year-old sister whom I love and adore. but She is extremely sucked into social media, and that's not her fault because she grew up around it. She grew up having a Facebook, you know. She grew up having a Twitter and an Instagram and a Snapchat to the point where, like, she couldn't go out someplace with her friends and not document it. Like it just couldn't be done. Like absolutely was not allowed to not document something on Snapchat. Uh, So the thing I noticed is that she can be present. She definitely can when she wants to be or when something is of interest to her, she can be present, but she, when she doesn't want to be involved in something or a conversation, she can 100% tune herself out And it got me thinking, how many times have I done that? And what am I distracting myself from? You know, how many times have I not heard people speaking to me directly because I am not listening and I'm reading something on my phone? Aside from the fact that, you know, I'm seriously losing my hearing at 26. No big. I'm actually super deaf. If you talk to my husband, he will tell you that I am the worst. He will come in and the TV will be blaring at, you know, 80% and he's like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? So, but what, what can we really do to actually participate in our own lives? That's my big question of the day. Should my husband and I get off our phones when we're getting ready to go to sleep? You know, who else does that with our partner? Like you're laying in bed and you scroll and scroll next to each other until it's time to go to sleep. I think it's like the modern day book reading, you know, like in the, um, the Brady Bunch, you saw like the mom and dad laying together in bed and just reading books side by side. You know, I think the phone is the modern day book. Is that, is that wrong? Because it's not a book. Like, would it be better if it was a book? Maybe, but we're still reading and we're still consuming. Um, so, I think we could be using that time to connect, basically, is what I'm getting at. I think that if we took that time to put our phones down and really use that time to talk or use that time to cuddle or use that time to watch a movie together or do something together, that's time that we're wasting on our phones. I think that's absolutely something that we could incorporate into our relationship because we get into these grooves where days pass And more and more time goes by and we're just sucked into our stress. And I reflect on how much time I've wasted doing things that could have been put into more meaningful situations. Um, I don't know about you guys, but 2018 just flew by me. Like, I blinked and it was over. I still remember thinking, oh my gosh, January is lasting 27,000 years. And then every other month just, you know, went by. It was just unbelievable how fast this year went. And so much has happened to the people around me. And it feels like I have not been as involved in my friends' lives as I've wanted to, or even my family's lives. You know, I complain about my friends not texting me, but do I go out of my way to text them? I'll, I'll be honest, the answer's no. I don't why you know I'm busy but so are they you know it doesn't mean that I don't think about them and I'm sure they're thinking about me but we don't keep us we don't keep in touch like we used to and which is odd because social media connects us in a way that you know we could be keeping in touch all day every day and it really not be that big of a stretch so why is it now that with this convenience, we, we don't keep in touch as much as we could when we didn't have the convenience. I don't know. But I think I'm going to start rethinking this frame of mind. So what would it mean to you? What would it mean to your friends or family if, you know, you, got, you sent them a text? you know, once a day, once a week, once every other day that just said like, hey, thinking about you, you know, or like, hey, hope you're good. Like those text messages going out of your way. I'm sure that would mean a lot to the people in your life. And, and I know, get, granted, I know it's a two-way street. I know that sometimes you're like, well, they're not talking to me. They're not going out of the way to text me. Well, sometimes we have to be the person that revitalizes our relationships. That's something that we have to know. One thing I've also started doing is waking up grateful. And it only took me 26 years to grasp how much importance this has in my life. So it's so precious to be grateful. I lived a quarter of my life. Like are you kidding? I've lived a quarter of my life, guys. And How many days have I woken up and said, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so thankful that I've got my five senses, you know, I'm breathing and I'm just thankful I woke up at all. I challenge you to take 30 seconds out of your morning, maybe even 10 seconds out of your morning to say, I am grateful for another day of being alive. It will change your outlook on life. I promise it will. Now, this isn't, for those of you who aren't religious, this isn't a praying thing. But for those of you religious, you know, maybe it could be a praying thing. You know, thank God for being alive. But for those of you who aren't, that's totally fine. Just wake up and say it to yourself. Say it out loud. Say, I'm thankful for another day of being alive. I'm grateful that I woke up breathing and I can see I woke up and I can hear. The way that you see things will drastically change. My favorite author, Rachel Hollis, um, author of *Girl, Wash Your Face*. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the book, um, go get it. It's go on Audible and get your free book. Your go get *Girl, Wash Your Face*. It is so good. Um, But she said in one of her morning show episodes that it's so easy to blame life for kicking you down and ask, why is this happening to me? It's a lot harder to say this is happening for me, not to me. Now, that hit me like a giant brick in the face because I can't tell you how many times this situation has happened to me and I am shaking my fist at the sky and I'm like, WTF universe, What?" gives why did this happen to me this way but hear me out these are our opportunities to remember to be grateful life is so often a hindsight 2020 situation some of the worst moments in my life and are the reasons why I am who I am i'm they're the, they are period um some of the lowest points i have I can think of have guided me to the most beautiful gifts, but I was never grateful. I was always under the impression that it would just never really make sense. But when you shift your perspective to a point of thankfulness, you'll begin to notice that setbacks and tough situations will start shaping you instead of overwhelming you. Being thankful for these life lessons gives you a whole new light and reminds you that our time on earth is limited. Everything that happens in our lives is shaping our character. You would never be able to be the person you are today without the struggles that you've faced, and that is the absolute truth. So take a minute and meditate on this sentence for me, just for a second. Where in our lives could we shift our focus? Where in our lives could we come from a place of thankfulness and gratefulness mind travel with me if you would five years in the future and think about this particular issue that's causing you anxiety or putting your heart in a bad place you know mind travel five years in the future how are you feeling about it now in five years is it that big of a deal as it is right now Is it hurting your heart as much as it did? The answer is probably no. You know, how can we feel that way in real time? How can we mind travel five years in the future and think, is this going to affect me in five years? Is this going to feel as heavy in five years? It's not an easy thing to come from a standpoint of thinking, you know, how is this happening for me and not to me? It's hard to think, how is this for me at all? You know, how many times have you been in a situation where you're just like, oh my god, how and why is this happening to me? Like, what could possibly be the benefit? As I said earlier, life is often hindsight 2020 you know you don't understand why it's happening to you in the moment and later on you find out exactly why how is this for me if you come from a place of gratefulness and be present in your life now it may not change your circumstances but it will change the way you view them if you come from a place Of understanding that every situation is shaping you and creating your character and helping you deal with these things in a bigger fashion later in life then you will see things so differently you will come at these situations in gratefulness and you will think I don't know why this is happening right now but I do know that I will understand in time And in five years, this will not weigh me down like it does today. That's how I view my life. And it's not easy to do. It's not easy. You have to, it's a constant reminder. You have to constantly be reminding yourself of this. You have to constantly tell yourself, you know, it's not going to change my circumstances, but I know that eventually this will benefit me. I don't know how. But I don't need to understand how at this moment. All I need to know is that I need to handle this in a way that will continue to serve me in gratefulness. So as we finish up this episode, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes. I know I did a quote um, my last episode, but I think I'm going to start doing them more often because I think that it kind of ties everything in together. Um... One of my favorite quotes that kind of is relevant to this whole episode is a Helen Keller quote. Um, When one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which has been opened for us. Take your moments of struggle and shift your focus. Shift your focus and understand that all of these situations will make sense in time and you'll be a better person when it all is said and done. Stop looking at the closed door. That closed door is not serving you and if it's closed, that means it's not your door. Look for opportunities to better your situation, to better your life and don't quit. Don't give up. This is the most important thing. Do do not give up on yourself because you are the person that is fighting for you. No one else is going to fight for you. You are your own advocate in all situations. So see your situations from points of positivity and your life will drastically change. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for taking the time to incorporate messy life stuff into your day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I can't wait to be with you again next week. And until then, have the most wonderful week possible. And don't forget to be kind to your fellow human. Thanks so much. And I'll see you soon.